Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time hanging out with me today. Now, most of you know, although many of you don't, that since February of this year, 2017, I have been posting a daily blog, Monday through Friday, every day of the week, sharing not only my thoughts on this year of push that I announced back I don't even know what episode number, but I'll be sure to link it up in the show notes. I talked about how the past couple of years, you know, with divorce and starting a new business, really the last year, I guess, diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I was in a period of patience with my body, and I'm going into, and I'm now in, a period of push, of really driving towards my physical goals with my physical training, my nutrition, my body composition. And so since I made that announcement, I have been sharing a daily blog. Before that, I was only blogging once a week. And these blogs are very personal. It's my online diary, more or less. I share my thoughts about pushing towards my goal, what goes well, what doesn't. I share things that motivate me every day. But I also share my daily workouts as well as what I eat each day. Last week, I put up a post that seemed to really resonate with a lot of people, and it absolutely resonated with me. It's something that I am continuing to work on every day, and because it seemed to resonate with so many of the people who read it, I thought that there would be a lot of value in expanding on the idea here on the podcast. So let me just dive right in to what I wrote, and then I want to take it a little bit deeper and get practical about how we can use this idea to accelerate our progress and be generally happier. The post was called Year of Push 2.18, I'm Not Competing. All of those daily posts that I put up start with Year of Push because that's really what I am chronicling, journaling about. So it was Year of Push 2.18, I'm Not Competing. And here's what I wrote, and then we'll dive a bit deeper. Yay for lessons. Today brought a great one. Sure, it's one I already knew and one I teach my fat loss fast track clients all the time. But as with all lessons, we have to learn them over and over. Today, I relearned. And I'm grateful for a good friend who kind of gave me, served me up this powerful truth. My workout was brutal today. It was a combination of being a little bit sore and tired from yesterday and just a tough slog of a workout. I was bringing my best effort, but was definitely not functioning at my best. Some days I feel strong and energetic in the gym. I probably feel like that most days. But other days, things that I'm normally really good at, like rowing, feel really hard. Today was one of those days everything felt hard. And just side note, thinking back on this, 
It felt like I was wearing a 30-pound weight vest and rowing uphill through molasses in the middle of the winter. Like things that would normally feel much easier on that day just felt miserably hard. So I wrote about what the workout was, and I'll, I'll tell you guys here just for context. The workout was three back-to-back 21-15-9s, and that's just a workout construct that I'll explain here in a second. But the first one was 21-15-9, bike for calories and kettlebell swings, then row for calories and burpees, then med ball squat cleans, and a 200-meter run. So just to break it down for people who are like, I don't know what any of that means... The clock starts and you're going as fast as possible doing this. So you get on uh, an Airdyne bike, which is different from a recumbent bike. There's a lot more resistance. And you do 21 calories on the bike and then 21 kettlebell swings overhead, 15 calories on the bike, then 15 kettlebell swings, then nine calories on the bike and nine kettlebell swings. Then you go on to the next 21-15-9, which is a 21-calorie row. 21 burpees, 15 calorie row, 15 burpees, 9 calorie row, 9 burpees, then on to the next one, which was 21 squat cleans with a medicine ball, then a 200 meter run, 15 squat cleans with a medicine ball, and then a 200 meter run, 9 squat cleans with a medicine ball, and finish up with that last 200 meter run. And the run was outside in the rain. (laughs) And I said, Here's what I'm proud of. I finished in a good for me time relatively, but I brought my best effort. After the workout, I did what I often do. I texted my friend and former trainer, Nathan, who was on the podcast. It might be episode 74, but if you search CrossFit or Nathan on primalpotential.com, that episode will come up if you haven't yet listened to it. But I often text him after my workouts because we're pretty close. (laughs) And this is what I said. Got my ass handed to me in my workout today. I came in last. Here's, I I told him what the workout was and uh, he texted me back. I put a screenshot of the text in the blog post that I mentioned. But I said, I was fine on the first one, meaning the first 21-15-9. Then the wheels fell off. I said, I was super slow on the row, which I'm usually good at, but I felt so tired. Here's what he said. Remember, training is training. It's not competing. If you gave your best effort today, that's all that matters. Winning in training is irrelevant. If you gave your best effort, that's all that matters. Training is training, not competing. Winning in training is irrelevant. And of course, I was like, you're exactly right. I don't know why I care what place I came in. Winning in training is irrelevant. And then I went to write in the in the blog post that we're talking about here. I'm not there to compete. And guys, this is true whether we're talking about the gym or we're comparing what we eat to what our friends eat or our rate of weight loss to their rate or our body composition to their body composition. I put, I'm not there to compete. I'm not there to win. I am there to improve myself, which has absolutely nothing to do with when I finish relative to other people. Yeah, it's super easy to feel excited when I come in first or in the top few. And it's really easy to feel crummy when I come in last. But none of that matters. What matters is the effort I bring, the effort you bring. We're interested in improving. And that is about 
you versus you or me versus me. We aren't competing. We are training. I tell my Fat Loss Fast Track clients this all the time when they compare themselves to what others are doing or the results other people are getting. I'm so quick to remind them, hey, keep your eyes on your own work. What they're doing has nothing to do with your journey. And today, the day I wrote this blog, I needed that message to come through for me. I'm not competing. I'm training. I'm not training against anybody else. I'm training to improve myself. And I can come in last in every single workout for the rest of my life and still get dramatically better if I'm bringing my best effort. And I could also come in first in every workout, not give my best effort, and not get any better. Training is training. It's not competing. And now I have an awesome reminder to keep my eyes on my own work and judge my workouts, judge my nutrition, judge my fat loss based on my effort, and my attitude, not the results compared to other people. I'll judge the weight I use in a workout, the time it takes to complete a workout, how quickly my body changes based on my best and what I am capable of, not based on anybody else. So I wanted to take a few minutes to expand on this because I think it's so important and we get stuck in this comparison trap And it holds us back. The question you need to ask yourself is, does my position relative to someone else's have anything to do with my goal? Let me tell you what I mean. If your goal is to win a marathon, the answer is yes. To achieve your goal, it matters where you are relative to others, right? But even within that, even if your goal is about winning relative to others, there's still a time to train and a time to compete. There is a time to work on your skills, to work on your areas for improvement, and that's not a time to compete. If you're working on your footwork one day, keep your dang eyes on your own work because in that moment, you're training to improve, you're not competing to win. But the reality is that for most of us, whether your goal is weight loss or getting healthier, it's only about you. It's not about your position relative to anyone else. You might have a tendency to compare, but that's about as logical as beating yourself up for your lack of carpentry skills when your goal is to be a chef, right? If you can succeed at whatever your goal is, regardless of how others around you perform, then you have no business comparing. You aren't competing. You are training. And every ounce of energy you spend on comparing is energy wasted, energy that you could have applied to your own effort, your own training, your own progress and improvement. I am not suggesting this is easy. This is something I work on literally every day. I understand that it's almost or even entirely instinctual to compare because you've done it for so long. But every moment you catch yourself doing that is a chance to redirect. That has nothing to do with me. I am here to train to improve myself, which has nothing to do with what I look like relative to others, how fast I am relative to others, how strong I am relative to others. The other thing that's a huge part of developing this mindset is accepting that it is good 
to have areas of weakness. Many people get critical and judgmental because they don't want to accept or face the fact that they have areas of weakness. They think that they shouldn't. Weaknesses are a good thing, a great thing even, exciting with the right perspective. I was watching a short documentary the other day about some competitive CrossFit athletes, and there were four women training together with a specialized coach. And while they were doing some running workouts, one of the girls was clearly not as fast as the others. Despite being a world-class athlete, and obviously highly competitive for that reason, she was pissed that she wasn't as fast as the others. So her coach pulled her aside and said, this is not a bad thing. This is an opportunity. When we identify a weakness, that means you have the opportunity to improve. He told her, the past couple of years you've competed and you've been slow and you've still done well. So if we can work on this, if we can train to make it a strength, you'll be that much better. That is exciting. Identifying these opportunities is huge. And the other thing he said that really stood out to me that's something I try to remind my fat loss fast track clients of, is that a coach's job is to find weaknesses and help you fix them. If your coach can't find weaknesses and help you fix them, what good are they? They're not. I try to drill this into my clients' heads that, you know, when I give them feedback on areas when they can do better, even if it's not a client, it's just somebody that reaches out via email, If I can give feedback on where and how you can do better, that's an opportunity. It is a chance for you to make things easier, a chance for you to see more progress and more results. It would suck if you were doing everything perfectly, your diet was dialed in, your attitude was on point, and you weren't seeing results. That would be really, really frustrating. But identifying areas for improvement isn't frustrating. It's an opportunity. It's a gift. Get excited about where you need to improve. And then after you get excited about it, get to work. If your weekends are a weakness, awesome. That means you have a clear area of focus. And when you improve that, your progress will improve. Your choices will become easier. You will advance. And now this weakness gives you a clear target. And that is a great thing. From a physical standpoint, training, my weaknesses in the gym are running and grip grip strength. So instead of dreading workouts that include running or demand grip strength, I see it as a chance to train, to practice and improve. A great opportunity to remind myself, I'm not competing with anybody. I am training. So the point of this, guys, is Get excited about where you can improve. And after you get excited, get to work. Remember that you are training for your best life, for your best results, for your best outcomes and your highest potential. And any time that your success is not about where you finish relative to others, that means you're training, not competing. But in your mind, if you are competing, you're holding yourself back because your focus isn't in the right place on what you can do to get better. Every day, look at it as training. Look at your weaknesses as opportunities and then get to work. Love you guys. Chat with you soon. 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.